0: Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast, today with another interview from a Fringe artist from the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival. And joining me on the phone is uh, Mel Dodge from uh, Melbourne Theatre Company, Brave Theatre. Uh, They're bringing two shows to the Adelaide Fringe. One of them is The Quarter Pounding, uh, on at the Bakehouse Theatre main stage. Uh, And yeah, Mel's here to talk about it. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. Excellent. Uh, The Quarter Pounding, give me a one-sentence description of uh, what it's all about.
1: Oh, you've just turned 25, but possibly you could still be in your 30s, and you see everyone else succeeding around you seeming incredibly happy, and you are in a place where you're feeling a little bit like all you'd like to do is go to the pub and eat ice cream, and um, you know, you're not quite sure where you're going in the world. So it's pretty much a comedy.
0: It doesn't sound like a comedy, though. It's a a life crisis (laughs) we are talking about here.
1: Absolutely. But it definitely is a comedy. It's us kind of going... uh, We wrote this play when we were 25, which is a while ago now, Um, and and we were going, this can't be right. We're supposed to be having an awesome time. Isn't this the prime of our life? And we were all just having a terrible time. (laughs) But it became hilarious because we realised that everyone goes through that quarter-life crisis period where they're going, what are we going to do with our lives? Oh, my goodness, what's going on? Um, so the fact that everyone experienced it kind of made it a hilarious thing that we really wanted to share with other people who may be going through it as well.
0: Yeah. Is it, do you think the, the quarter-life crisis is something that's always been around because people seem to refer to the midlife crisis quite a lot where, um, you know, balding men go out and buy red sports cars and um, big, busted women. Um, <laughs> like The quarter-life crisis seems to be something that's kind of popped up in the last few years. But, yeah. Yeah,
1: I think it's
0: to do with the times, mm. to be honest. Although,
1: actually, um, hilariously, a friend of mine went to a therapist about it. She was having a rough time. And the therapist said that there is a tribe in Africa mm. where when uh, people in the tribe hit about 25, they often just lie down they lie down on the ground for as long as they need to, <laughs> like a week, two months, six months. They'll just lie down and not do anything. And then when they feel fine again, they'll jump up and continue their lives. And I went, okay, that's quite cool. But, yeah. but in terms of research, it, it is cool, eh? You go, wow. oh, sweet. If only we could all do that as well. Maybe some people do. Um, but in terms of our times, you go, okay, so in the 1950s, you kind of knew what you had to do. Mm. To a point, you knew what your job was. Yeah. <laughs> um, when you hit that stage, you'd often have kids by then, or you'd have a house, or, you know, it was that it, your plan was set out in front of you a bit more clearly.
0: Yeah. And then
1: the 70s came, and it was like, whoa, we can do whatever we want. Um, it was kind of that backlash, And I think now it's another place of sitting in the middle of those two things and going, whoa, still got expectations, but now we've got heaps of freedom and heaps of choice as well. Mm. Um which causes its own drama.
0: Yeah, and so it's, it's kind of a time when you go, oh, I'm not young anymore. Or I think I was in a, yeah. in a shop yesterday, like a, a fancy dress kind of shop, and these women were in there talking, and I was eavesdropping because that's what you do. And <laughs> yeah. they, they were talking about suddenly realising, I think they went to the big day out and suddenly realising that they were the old people dancing. <laughs> having a really hard time about that, that's just like... Oh yeah, I remember when I was nineteen and you know, you see these suddenly you'd look around, and there was this old person standing next to you and it's like <gasps> and then, you know, even worse when you, you sort of look around and go, Everyone else here is nineteen. Oh no, I'm the old person.
1: Absolutely. And it's one o'clock and I'm actually really tired and I might have to go home.
0: <laughs> yeah, I haven't even had anything to drink. Um Exactly. So yeah, obviously a lot you can you can pull for pull from for the show. Um the show uh, the quarter pounding is one you've developed with uh, Nicola Coulson. Um, can you tell me about your kind of relationship together as um, artists?
1: Yeah, we we actually went to high school together, so we've known each other for about eighteen or nineteen years, um, and have always stayed friends. And Nicola's a wonderful actor; she trained in New Zealand, and um, and we made this together in two thousand and six, so about six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you have know, we've, we've always remained friends. She's been in Melbourne for a long time now. Um, so we're really excited to, to remount it and do it again. And it's, it's fascinating because now we're both in our early 30s and we're looking at the content of the play going, oh, we're still in the same place, really. <laughs> Things have developed, but actually, we, you know, we still, still experience most of it. Um, so it's kind of nice to know it's still a play that's quite relatable, no matter how old, old you are, basically. Mm. But um, yeah, no, it, it's wonderful to work on stage with a friend, with someone you've known for a long time and you trust, and and we have a really good
0: good laugh together. Mm. And so you, you developed the show together, and you've been directed by Will Harris. And, yes, uh,
1: Will Harris is um is a marvelous director, and he's just arrived back from studying in Paris for mm-hmm. a few years. Um, so we're really excited to have him back on board with with kind of some new energy and new um, new stuff that he's learnt from, from working in France.
0: Um,
1: so that's great.
0: Yeah, and uh, he's someone you've wor- you're working with obviously at the moment in terms of remounting almost the show for its second season and um, yeah. doing all that stuff over in Melbourne?
1: Yes, so we're all Melbourne-based now.
0: Yeah, cool. So the company, uh, Brave Theatre, that you're a part of... Um, started in New Zealand and then has kind of made the trip across to Australia, is that right?
1: Absolutely. So the company's been going for uh, about seven years now, Mm -hmm. and um, we've had, there's there's about six shows we've done in New Zealand, um, and one of those shows went over to the Edinburgh Fringe a few years ago now, which Mm. had a really successful season there. Um, So it's exciting to be able to bring the work to Australia as well.
0: Yeah, Um, so you guys kind of permanent now in Australia or do you sort of still go back and work in uh, work in New Zealand?
1: We're permanent in Australia but the occasional tour in New Zealand um, occurs. <laughs> so we're we're based here now.
0: Yeah, cool. And it's all, and I guess the city that you're doing would by definition of the name be Brave Theatre and stuff that seems to concern a lot with relationships and
1: yeah. that kind of thing? Yeah, stuff that's topical, that's real for, that's real and relatable that makes us think about our lives. Yeah, so it's often comedy, but comedy that hits you hits you in your centre, if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, no. And what's kind of like speaking of that kind of thing with the with with the quarter founding, I'd imagine most of them will be in around that twenty five kind of age group, and a lot of them will be going through what you're talking about.
1: Absolutely, and you can it's it's hilarious on stage because you can feel. When there are lots of people who are experiencing it in the audience, because you're going, yep, you've gotten that moment, and that yeah. moment, and that moment. But I do, I do like it because in in the season in New Zealand, um, which was a sellout season, we had queues outside. It was awesome. Um, we had we had a lot of people actually in their 50s and 60s, like parents, come and see it as well, and they'd be like, yep, I recognise that too. Mm. And I think that always, that's always a really lovely thing because you go, okay, it's, it means something to the people who are experiencing it now, but it's still relevant to those who experienced it a while ago.
0: Yeah, or they're just trying um, to work out what's called... going on with their kids.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're going, oh, okay, that's the problem. <laughs>
0: yeah, and definitely. Is the show interactive at all? Is it something that you kind of you can get stuff out of the audience and play with it on the night, or is it sort of purely sort of talking to them afterwards?
1: Uh, experience, experience. Talking more, talking to them afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, as a as a audience member myself, mm. I always want to feel safe in the audience. I want to know that I'm not going to be picked on and it's not yeah. going to be, you know, that I can sit back and enjoy it. Um, so it's one of those shows. It may feel very close to you, but um, we won't pick on you.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah, the quarter pounding It sounds like uh, a ride of a ride of a laugh with a probably slightly bittersweet feel if you're if you're in the age group and going through the same kind of things. But still a very, very fun show. Um, happening at the Bakehouse and the Theatre on the main stage uh, from Monday the 12th of March through Sunday the 18th of March. It's presented by Brave Theatre and uh, Mel Dodge is uh, one of the two people in it. Um, thank you very much for your time. Um, all the details about the show will be at linkadelaide.com.au and for tickets head to adelaidefringe.com.au Thank you Mel. Thank you. For more on this show and 922 others, check our website linkadelaide.com.au or you can find them all at adelaidefringe.com.au. And for the latest news and info from Link Adelaide, be sure to like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash linkadelaide.